episode of the Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis from Nest Friend. That's Alex from SNES Drunk. And speaking of SNES Drunk, he's a little SNES Drunk last week when we talked to Dan from Console Wars about hey, music. Hey, don't bring that up. That's a sensitive subject. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had fun, though. Yeah, of course. We always have fun with Dan. Hell yeah, man. Dan's awesome. No better guest for some 90s music. Of course. Yeah, man. It was good. It was good. We we talked about Metallica. We talked about, you know, Soundgarden and Nirvana again. I mean, we could do that. We could have that episode. We could do that 40 times. This podcast could just be about four bands. That's <laughs> and, and it would have new content each week, but uh we won't we won't belabor 90s music much further. But Alex, how, how have you been? I think I'm okay. I think I think I'm doing okay. I'm starting to run more, and what? I think that's mostly your fault. I don't think it's my fault now. I no, think I, it might be your fault because no. you invited me to your. Uh, I, I won't say the name of it, but it's 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 your it's your Discord chat. It's the Polycast Discord. You can okay. It's it's, it's Patreon gated though. We we like to keep up. The it's Patreon gated, but, but it, okay. Well, I'll say it then. It's the Polykill Discord. Mm-hmm. It is Patreon gated, but you've got some buddies there, and they're all uh, hardcore into you know running, and sprinting, and jogging. Yeah. And yeah. walking and doing all those things, and I'm starting to I'm starting to get the bug. I got an app for all that stuff, and yeah. I ran twice today. What the fuck? Hokey smokes! I am winded right now. Um, but the thing is, is I'm I'm really enjoying it, and you know what makes me enjoy it is listening to the uh, like video game music while I'm while I'm jogging and walking oh, yeah. and stuff. It makes me feel like what I'm doing is really important. <laughs> <laughs> You feel like you're uh, about to just take on the world, huh? I yeah, like like the near automata soundtrack is unbelievable for that. It's just so perfect. Like it's just you got vocals, you've got the uh, you know the it sounds like Latin lyric. I know, I think near automata has like its own language almost or something oh, like that. Okay. It's, yeah, I didn't know that. It's something goofy like that, but it's uh, um. Yeah, it's it sounds like it's Latin or something like that. So it's it's really funny because it's like here I am walking and then like getting ready for my my big jog for two mi- my two minute interval jog and it's like this woman like you know getting ready for her big you know crescendo and I'm like I don't know I don't know what you're saying lady, but I'm ready to <laughs> I'm ready to go right now. Let's you take do one this. Step off the sidewalk and get yes, railed by exactly. a car. Exactly. But- uh no that's cool man i'm i'm happy because you know the thing is you know over in in, in our in that channel in polykill it's called get fit yes we're trying to live forever and that's the whole thing we're very uh <laughs> we're very supportive of everyone's you yeah know, as, long as you as long as you hold yourself accountable if you show us what you've done it's like hell yeah dude way to do it you know if you have questions we try to help not that any well there are a few people in there that are what i would consider nearly fitness experts um <laughs> They don't really post their stuff as much, but they are always chiming in, giving the support, and that's that's kind of cool. I mean, I I think I I'm pretty lucky to have that group of friends, and uh, I'm glad I'm so glad you're able to use it, man. That's really cool, and hopefully you stick with it. 
I'm thankful too because um, I hate running. I hate running more than life itself. It's awful. I've not. I I don't have a runner's body. Uh, I have a walker's body. I have a Barca lounger's body. Uh, <laughs> I have a video gamer's body. But like, I, I have, a, have, have a crow shape or a, what is it? A croquet <laughs> body. I have a badminton body, (laughs) but uh, I I am not a runner at all, but I've always admired people that do, that are able to just like say like, I don't know. I just admire people that can just go out and be like, hey, I'm going to run right now. It's just like, I wish I could do that. And it's like, well, why don't you do that? Go do that right now. So I did. You did it. You did it twice today. That's incredible. And it's not like you've been running for two months and then today was your no. first two a day. You've been, you know, like a week and you, you've already gotten the bug to where you're out there twice. So that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I think my first day was Monday last week and we're recording. No, it was longer than that ago, but it was, it was, a, it was like 10 days ago. And that was my first day. And that first day is not easy. That first day is not fun. You're going to feel awful after. And that's fine. It's okay to feel awful because if you feel awful, that means you're making progress. Hell yeah. It means you're still alive. So Yeah, it means you're <laughs> And good. even the second and third and fourth times, if you feel awful, that means you're getting better. You're just going to feel less awful as you keep doing it. So, I mean, you know, they talk about that runner's high, and, and that yeah. it's different for everyone. But did you feel, yeah. I mean, you, you feel winded at the end, and, and you probably want to crawl into a ditch and just hope the yeah. rains come. But do you kind of feel like, hey, I accomplished something. That was awesome. I'm so glad I did that. Uh, now I do. Yeah. Um, this, this past run I did tonight. No, because I just wanted (laughs) to be like a high school type idiot and just be like, I want to run. I want to see if I can run as fast as I can and still get to a mile. And the answer was no. (laughs) (laughs) uh and i'm 38 and that's not possible anymore i just wanted to see like i you know there's something like freeing about just being like i'm gonna step outside and just run as fast as i can like yeah (laughs) it's nice literally just you did that and then like i think eight-year-old boys do that so that's that is liberating it really is it feels good and it's it sounds stupid to the layman it really does but like just stepping outside your house and just being like I'm just going to run as fast as I can right now. <laughs> just go. The neighbors are calling what... the cops. They're like, something's up. <laughs> something's up with the Nintendo man that lives across the street. He looks very scared, and he's running uh, very fast. Well, I think he's, he's chasing hard. the TurboGrafx man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I love that. I, I love the idea of just that kind of freedom, of just, like, stepping outside your house and just, like, I'm going to run right now. I'm going to go as fast as I can. Let's go. Let's let's get hyped up. Let's loosen everything up. Let's stretch. And then let's just freaking run and Hell see yeah. how far we get. And it turns out it wasn't that far. That's all right, <laughs> man. That's, that's all right. But that's okay. Th- that's the thing. That's the that's the thing. It's it's okay if you, it's not that far because it's progress. It's um if you don't feel comfortable, if you feel bad afterwards, it just means you're building towards your next run and so that's what I've learned is like it's and I've also learned form like don't lean forward and like run on the balls of your feet like yeah, what you're, are you Naruto you like your Usain Bolt or whatever that guy's <laughs> name is like don't run like that because you're gonna run out of breath in like two seconds yeah. uh yeah you, you gotta learn to <laughs> you gotta learn to relax your arms your shoulders you gotta run on the middle of your feet 
and you really need to learn form and you got to learn your own body. And that's kind of what I'm learning through this whole experience. So thanks for asking me about that because I like talking about it because it's a new new experience for me. So I really like uh, that. And that's something that you have learned yourself. Is that something you can relate to back when you first started? Uh, to to a degree, I've always been like a little bit active. I've never gone long without doing some runs, but I have been. I've always been like extreme of both. Like I'll get really into running, or I'll get really into just not doing shit for weeks. <laughs> and so, this past year, I was like, uh, and, and it's like, I can credit Musty Hobbit for this. He was on the show a few episodes back. Mm. Um, he said, you know, he randomly one day he took a picture of something that he had in his office, and he goes, "Oh, by the way, this is a thing that I." A chart that I filled out the year that I ran 500 miles. I was oh like, you did God. what? He's like, yeah, I ran 500 miles in one year. And I was like, are you stupid? But the, <laughs> the reason I was, I wasn't like confused by it because just because he's a six foot seven giant man, I'm like, whoa, giant people don't run. I didn't um, know that. Okay. Fun fact. That dude is six foot seven. You should maybe. be starting center for the Orlando Magic, I guess. He's tall. I don't know if it's six seven. He may it's between six five and six seven for sure. Wow. Musty Hobbit's kind of a funny name for him because he's like nine <laughs> hobbits on top of each other's shoulders. But I'm like, you know, big people don't like to run. What are you doing out there running? I know, right? They like air conditioning and beer. What are you doing? <laughs> so So I was like, I, if you can do it, and not saying that like not saying like if Musty can do it, I can do it, but I'm like, if my buddy Musty is is capable of doing this, why don't I try something like this? So mm. I set out to do that. I said, I'm going to run 500 miles in a year because I want to be like Musty. And I was able to do that this past year. And I also want to shout out our uh, my co-host from Polykill, Jake, who's just bust ass, man. That guy's running like 150 miles a month. He's, you know, eight miles a day almost. It's incredible. So Guy's amazing. I, yeah. I see his updates. He's doing like 7.1, 7.4 miles in like just ridiculous numbers. Like Yeah, and that's to say like, the dude uh, within the last six to eight months was pushing three bills. He's not mm. like an Olympian. He's a uh, he's just a dedicated dude trying to trying to live yeah. forever. So, yeah, you know, it's a plug for the Polykill Discord. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? That's all we're, that's no, all we're doing it's, here. It's been such a boon for me because I'm incapable of being accountable for myself. I, I'm gonna just straight out say that. Uh, I, I despite the habits that I've gained from. Snestrunk, which is like yeah. the only thing I've ever been accountable for. The thing is, is that Snestrunk is just writing and video production and computer desk stuff, and it's just like, all right, fine, that's easy. I mean, yeah, you could do but... that during downtime, during work, right? Like, it's... <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. No, I can do that. Like, you know, if there's nothing to do at work, I can just like, you know, take notes and organize my notes and all that sort of stuff, and uh, edit audio and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, when it comes to like physical stuff, there's no fucking way like I, that I can, especially when it comes to like uh, exercise. Oh my god, there, no way, no way. Like I'll I'll go on the treadmill. We do have a treadmill. I got sick of the treadmill because yeah. I, I I would go on it like once every you know just to walk, you know once once every week or something like that, and you know fine whatever and. It's just like this is dumb. It gets boring, <laughs> yeah. It gets boring. Yeah, and I'm proud of you. Dude. I think it's cool. There's something to being outside, being around your neighborhood, and all that sort of stuff. And you know, it's like holy crap. One other thing that really surprised me, um, that I just thought of right now was like holy crap. I'm all the way over here. 
<laughs> that's one thing that like i did not anticipate about this whole jogging thing is like oh yeah you travel distance when you run <laughs> oh yeah that's a really good point like i think that's that's the reason i don't like treadmills i mean i have yeah I have some attentional deficit I, that's that's not like yeah me. i don't have like a diagnosis or anything but like if i run on a treadmill within minutes i'm like ah, i could be doing something way more fun than this mm-hmm. but if i run away from my car if i run like four miles away from my car i have to get back to my car i have to <laughs> i cannot get home so that's that's an impetus of of actually running and running long distances like if i run all the way over yeah. here i have to get back or it's going to get dark my wife's going to worry about me <laughs> you know there's all of these factors so yeah i, I think running that's... outside is a good thing if you can do it that's what happened earlier today when it was like 10 30 in the morning and i realized where i was i was like oh crap i gotta get home <laughs> i was Call like where uber. am i <laughs> i need to get home Pearl's gonna wonder what the all hell sweaty. happened to me i'm gonna i'm gonna turn up in a ditch or something jesus yeah man <laughs> so cool, thank baby. you for yeah. the yeah the get fit uh thing in polykill has been tremendous it's a huge inspiration for me personally uh, so I'm forever in your debt for that. So thank you for that. And everybody in there, whoever's listening, thank you. And I've I've expressed my thanks in text form a few times. Uh, <laughs> probably not enough times, but uh, thank you if you're Hell listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it uh, to see what it it turns out to be over time. It's always fun to see people. Hopefully something substantial. Yeah, and then you can start making shred drunk videos, or you're just <laughs> showing off your your ab- are these abs worth you know gr- you know grating cheese on today and something like that it could be fun <laughs> hey we had some recent videos come out you're back in the game you took that vacation now suddenly hey we got snest drunk videos in our feeds mm. what's, going, what's going on is this guy back or not uh so you did you started out with uh, i think it was 13 worst soundtracks you so you took a break and then yeah. you came back and tortured us with the worst music you could find so what was uh, your thinking there do you not like us or yeah, pretty much. It's the only thing I could think of to, you know, do that, you know, with. To, to be honest, that was a um, uh, Patreon request. The, and not only was that a Patreon request, that was a Patreon request going way back uh, oh. a long time, over a year. Oh, geez. And this, this dude had been, I think his name is Ben, Benjamin. And this dude was like, I really think that'd be worth it. And and the more I kind of like delved into the, I think it was once I got to James Bond Jr. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Th- that was so oh bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Now that was an easy number one for me. But um, once I got to that, I was like, okay, I think this guy may be onto something because there's some really bad music on the Super. Now people love lists. People love worst ofs, yeah. and people love music. So yeah, I gotta ask though, like. So, you know, you always do oh, – I guess I have two questions. One, uh, why the number 13? That seems to be a mainstay in your list videos. I'm just... a huge Dan Marino fan. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I really have no idea. It's That's just, just, just kind of different. I wanted to do something a little I, – I don't like 10, I don't like 5, and I don't like 15. Yeah. So why not 13, I guess. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I, I think know. that 13 is about the number of Simpsons seasons that are palatable. So I think that makes sense for me. <laughs> um, Good so call. F- for, for those lists, and especially something like soundtracks, how much music, how much content do you vet for that list? Are, are you asking people that you know, like maybe your Patreon or your Discord, like, hey, do you guys have any suggestions? I'm sure you have a pretty good library. Certainly not every game you play, you're not writing down like, well, that, that song I heard sucked. Maybe a future video idea, like, how do you get? How do you come up with a list 
that is what you feel to be pretty definitive? The way it works for me is I usually have, okay, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret here. I have I mean, a SNES drunk folder on my computer where I have a future folder and um, the future wow. folder is full of how many files are in here right It's just now? an icon with Doc's face on it. There's 42 um, different, uh, <laughs> there's 42 different, uh, uh, what do you call it, notepad files in here where I'm just taking notes for future videos. And uh, one of those was worst music. Uh, so I would just take note of just when I came across a game, I would just make note of it in that wow. file. And it got to the point with that one where I, I think I got to like nine and then I started like reaching out to other people and to other, uh, uh, games and stuff like that. Just like seeing like what, what other games have horrible music i guess um that's where i got i got like dragon view and i didn't want to put dragon view on there but i did want to call attention to dragon view because it's such a freaking good game but the music is just like come on like yeah. you guys can do better than this and same with uh some of the other games on there like crusty's super crusty's fun house it's like uh i like this game the music <laughs> could be a lot better though but uh yeah th th that's where those come from but uh no it's it it really is like an accumulation of stuff from just playing a, a whole bunch of stuff and then just like all right what are my observations of this okay it could be anything and where yeah. does this categorize i guess i have a very compartmentalized brain I guess is you, how it you works. do. I will say, and you, you always kind of talk it down that you have a bad memory. And I will say, I think actually you do have a bad short term memory. There, there are short conversations term, yes. we've had several times in a row. I don't think you're aware of, but when right, it comes the same to, question over and over, <laughs> but when it comes to like, you know, certain, certain things, specifically like gaming things, music, uh, anything from the nineties. I mean, you, you have a, <laughs> Anything from the nineties. Honestly, like you're like Jose Maria Olathabo won the Masters in 1994 and 1999. See, that's what I'm about talking that? about. That's the shit. Actually, that, no, the, I'm sorry, not 94, 93, because Bernard Longer won in 94. See, and and that's the kind of shit where only the people you just mentioned—they're the only other ones that remember that. That's how incredible your memory is. So, so that makes sense, and that's why I think SNES Drunk as a channel is special in that. I mean, obviously, you put in the work. And but the note taking and the rigorous uh, compartmentalization of all of these factors, and thinking ahead to future videos, I wish I had done that from the beginning. Like if I was, <laughs> if I had thought like, man, okay, I'm going to need, all right, let's think of some future video. To, I'm going to need bad music. I'm going to need good music. I'm going to need you know all of these mm. things, and then I just have all of these these you know spreadsheets and columns of of things to fill in as I went. I, I mean, I wish I had done that. I'm just I'm one number one. I'm not that disciplined. I don't have a memory for like. You, I couldn't hum a soundtrack of almost any game I've put on my channel at all. You know, maybe some of the really, really popular ones, but yeah, for the most part, no. And and I remember like you talking about uh, in one of the one of the games in that video. I think it was what is it called? Um, Strike Force Gunner. Is that what the name of it is? Strike, Strike Force Gunner STG. Yeah, or it's a Strike for it's Strike Gunner STG. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. It's level so, it's level six level of six. that game, and it's. It sound it's exactly as I say. It sounds like it's layered it, ten oh, times on top of each other. It's it's weird, yeah. And but you told me that just like off the cuff one day we were just chatting, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. level six of that game, the 
the soundtrack's weird. Like, how the fuck does he remember that? So <laughs> I have it written down. Sh- sure, but like, I think that's sort of the thing. Like, I need to be, you know, what, where where you were like, I need to run more like these guys. I'm like, I need to take better fucking notes. What am I doing? <laughs> So, yeah, that's incredible. So I, I really enjoyed that video. I thought it was a funny one to come back on, though. You're like, I want to take a break, then I'm going to come back and torture you for Torture 14, you with for 10 really minutes. horrible music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you then you did Castlevania 2, which was great. Oh, thanks. That's stay really in, nice of you to say. Stay um, in your own fucking lane, but it was good. Um, thanks. You know, <laughs> you know who the inspiration for that was? Was uh, Hungry Garaya, and oh, yeah. she's... Uh, one of my all-time favorites. She's a, a a great Twitch streamer. She's like the Bob Ross of retro gaming. No doubt. Um, she's she's no frills. Just like simple. What I really like is that she doesn't do the Twitch stream typical thing with like the camera thing or any sort of like outline. You know what I mean? Like the the typical Twitch like uh, uh, template. I guess is what I mean. It's just yeah. the game. That's all it yeah. is. It's just the game with black borders. <laughs> and she and if anybody tries to backseat game, she politely says, "Please oh, do so not." So politely backseat. though. So polite. Oh, she's the best. She's, she's hilarious. She's so good at man. Like I, no one's really no one really knows what she does for a living, I don't think. <laughs> but if it is like mitigating, like if it's like a hostage negotiator, <laughs> she, I'm yeah. I believe it. She's very smooth. Yeah. To she's test your short term memory, remember that that movie, The Negotiator, with uh, Samuel, L. Samuel Jackson L. Jackson back in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's her. That's her job. Yeah, man. Okay, so- I need I need you to put the bomb down now. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that was good. That was very good. To test your oh. short term memory, which episode was she on? Which number? Do you remember? Which uh-huh. number? Uh, yeah, remember? I couldn't tell you which number. Oh, but okay. All right, so you're not she a robot. She just finished um, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, which was such a delight because she, oh, my God, it got to the point where she was just dominating uh, Mr. S- uh, not Mr. Sandman, who comes after that, uh, Super Macho Man. Oh, that just, guy's a dick. Just crushing him, like, oh, over and over. So but she couldn't get past Mike Tyson. Like, she just ca- yeah. kept getting, and it took, like, 30 tries. I'm not even kidding you, like, 30. Oh, yeah, that's... That's tries. low. That's, that's and still good. So she she just went back and forth, and she was crushing Super Macho Man like it was nothing. And she was just talking to chat like, "All right, you know what should I do next time with uh, you know Mr. Mike Tyson, you know?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and she and she was just destroying. I'm just like, how are you doing this while talking? while she's talking? Right? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what I was talking about. But, talking to uh, Dan last episode. Like yeah, people that can you know play the guitar very intricately. And yes, sing at exactly. The same time. It's the same thing. It's the same skill. Exactly. It's a great yeah. analogy. How, it's, how um, do you do that? I don't have. How I do don't you have that modality? Like I have to be completely focused on the thing that I want to work, and that yeah. would be the game. I couldn't talk to you. Either one or the other. Yeah, you can either sing or you can play guitar. You can either talk or you can play. Now, the granted, game. I I can I can fight Tyson and punch out and scream expletives. I can do that. <laughs> I've done it. It's very easy to do. She came close to that a couple times. Oh no way! No way! Not <laughs> no, she's she she's very patient. But she ended up getting Tyson three times in the second round. It was Fuck a one. Yeah. It was like a legit like uh, Auburn Chris Davis moment. Like. 
Davis <laughs> Hazel, <laughs> you know it's that brain it's, of yours it's again, the yeah. Vern Lundquist. What's that? <laughs> There's that brain of yours again. Just find find picking one moment from sports history that yes, happened eons it's, ago. it's the yeah. it's the Chris Davis. Uh, <laughs> Davis, he's got a lane. He's got a chance. Chris right. Davis, and it's like Vern Lundquist like screaming at the top of his lungs as the Auburn crowd goes crazy. And yeah, man, it's like. It was one of those moments where it's like, holy shit, she really did it. She really did it. This is great. And it's it it made me realize, like, oh, this is why Twitch streaming is, is fun because you really oh, yeah. lash on to somebody and you watch well, and them she, struggle she attracts through it. the right people, too. There's something to that. Like, Absolutely, yes. I, I think there's a couple things in her favor. One, you know, and I've I've, I've surfed the, the Twitch sphere. I've watched people like Arcus, who's a, a renowned speedrunner. We we talked to White Hat, brought him up on the episode. Um, he's you know completely renowned, and he's a very popular Twitch streamer for retro games because he's such a good speedrunner. Yes, and he's he's entertaining, but you can't you can't follow that that Twitch comment. You can't follow the chat. It's just chaos. Yeah, and that's that's too much. You know, there, there's work. a cost of becoming like so big that the the chat's just incomprehensible. Like, why even Why even try to reach out and say, like, hey, man, I like your stuff. They're not going to see it. <laughs> and so, like, Way HD's too much a, going on there. Yeah, yeah way HD, too many people. Yeah. I want her to grow. I, I would love for her to be, like, you know, one of the best. But yeah. at the same time, I really like being able to interact with her, which she's very good at doing. She she is, she, yeah. She could be playing one of the most difficult games, um, you know, in the retro space and still kindly welcome you in. And also tell everyone what you're what you're into. She remembers you. She's very good at that. She's so good. So uh, it was episode eleven, by the way. And um, <laughs> of course, you know. got to go find that. What episode yeah. number was that? <laughs> yeah, and she she's absolutely great. But you know, again, Castlevania two. Your video was really good. And oh to be, yeah. To thanks. be honest, I've actually not. I've I've been you know I watched HD play through it, and now I've seen your video of it and i personally have stayed away from it because of all the horror stories but i think you two have given me enough reason to jump right on in it sounds like it's not as bad as detractors are quick to point out so i'm excited no to jump it's into not it. it's in the same category for me as zelda 2 where it was one of those things where i remember playing both as a kid um one way or another uh mm-hmm. i had two childhood friends uh when i was growing up that had nes's i did not have an nes i was stuck with atari 2600 until i got a super nintendo what a loser but sorry <laughs> <laughs> this guy uh but yeah no and uh my friend uh, my childhood friend uh sean would rent castlevania 2 and he got so frustrated with that game uh, but I remember, uh, you know, he got reasonably far in it, and it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, this game is just, you know, broken and crappy and antiquated and whatever. It's 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 terrible. Like it's irredeemable crap. And then yeah. here comes uh, a certain, uh, you know, uh, very extremely popular youtuber with millions of views and millions of subscribers that comes and confirms everyone you know it's confirmation bias is this game bad yes this guy says it's bad so it must be bad so i'm sitting here like is it bad (laughs) i play it and i'm like it's not that bad it's not that bad (laughs) i thought it was fine and i think Um, we've all had those moments with uh you know angry video game nerds specifically i think sometimes we forget He's trying to entertain us. Of course, he's going to point out right. all of the bad exactly. things. And he does a really good job. I love his videos. I, I love that video specifically. It's one of my favorites. But I, they're not I always think, fair. 
you know and that's I, yeah that's our I think fault for thinking so have trouble separating between the character and the person and they think like oh the character you know, he hates the game and it's like i don't think james rolf hates the game i think he <laughs> thinks the game is fine it's okay i mean uh, there are some where i'm sure he hates them there are some that he oh sure yeah he was like spot dr. on Jekyll, for, but <laughs> dr jekyll mr hyde i'm sure he hates that game but oh, yeah. um castlevania 2 is is fine it's not that bad it's don't be scared of castlevania 2 it's fine it's not that bad like i got through it okay in fact it's one of the most forgiving nes games i've ever played no shit uh it's yeah no it's it's unlimited continues and even when you continue you continue right where you died and it's like how many nes games do that so fine you know it's almost like what's the point of a continue I, i think you made that point in the lawnmower man video it's like if you continue right where you started, isn't that just yeah. a life? Don't yeah, it's it, uh, so. Yeah, you have you've got three continues, three lives, so you basically have nine lives. Yeah, uh, like I don't yeah, even so, understand why they continue you from the same point. Uh, like, if that's I have the, no idea. yeah, I, have I mean, no I'm idea. not going to argue. I like that. I like it. But <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but nine lives aren't enough. That's that's all I'm going to say. Because right, one more man, the the run and gun sections are absurd in that game. But did you say you watched? Did you say you'd watch that movie? I've seen, um, I know Pierce Brosnan. I don't remember who plays the woman, um, but I know Pierce Brosnan is the guy. I know Jeff Fahey is the lawnmower guy who gets uh, tricked, not tricked, but uh, Jeff Fahey becomes the guy that uh, ends up being the guy in virtual reality. But um, I've only seen clips of it, but no, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm, you know, reasonably familiar with it. Interesting. I've not seen it. I've not seen it at all. I, I want it to. It looks really, I, it looks super 90s cheesy. And, well, I uh, love that, though. I love goofy. Yeah. Like, w- w- one thing that a lot of people don't know about me is that I'm damn near an expert in 80, well, late 70s through the 80s, late early 70s. 90s. Okay. Horror comedy or horror, comma, horror slash comedy uh, movies. And hmm. that feels like it fits the bill. Like, it feels like, you know, sort of stupid enough to be perfect for the thing I'm into because you can't lose if you're a fan of that genre either you're going to be scared or you're going to be laughing and That's what's wrong point. with either of those things I love give both. it give the audience a late 70s example of that because I'm curious now like, oh of, what, of the um of what you're talking about yeah like are you going to be scared or are you going to be laughing your ass off like what would oh, that I mean, be uh, well, I mean, scared would probably be Alien, obviously, because Alien is freaking terrifying. But... Yeah, I mean, you know, the 70s have a lot of really good, interesting, scary stuff. Because um, you that... surprised me with that one. Like, late 70s, whoa, you, you're going further back than I, I'm I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, the Halloween movie started in the 70s. That's... Mm, okay, you know, no. There's stuff uh, okay. back there. Some John Con- good call. Uh, Carpenter stuff is, Great is call. back in that era. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, there, there's call. some stuff back there. The Wicker Man, that's a weird one. That was from the early 70s. Oh, Pearl just watched Wicker Man the other day. Oh, the original really? 70s Wicker Man. No shit. Oh, my God, think? that movie is freaking weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's and weird. it's weird in, like, a not in a fun way. It's it's weird uh, until you get to... I mean, it's, like, kind of just, like, okay, what what the hell is this? Until you get to, like, the last, like, I don't know, 15 minutes... And then that's that's when everybody starts singing and like Christopher Lee starts like doing his his uh, his thing his Christopher Lee thing. Oh yeah, and, uh, it's super and then the guy, 
Yes. <laughs> and then the guy's up there in the in the thing screaming and everybody's holding hands and singing. And it's like, oh, yeah. my dear God, what the hell am I watching right now? I mean, but there if, if you're thinking like comedy horror, there's some really good classics oh. in the 70s, man. You got like um, Young Frankenstein is, is part of that, too. Oh, Mel of Brooks. course. Yeah, yeah. Mel Brooks. Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show's huge. Okay. I don't know if you saw if you've seen House, uh, not not the one with uh, the, the British comedian that fakes being a doctor. Uh, it's actually <laughs> it's about a house that's possessed, but it's, it's super funny. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is from that era. So like the 70s. Tales of the Crypt is another one. There's there's mm. some really good ones from that era. I mean, the 80s, though, made them really campy. Like, everything yeah. is it's just sexy teens getting murdered over and over in the <laughs> 80s. But the 70s, really, they they kind nice. of invented it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I glad love you, that shit. It's shtick. I love I'm shtick. glad I you like brought it. up Wicker Man because I, I saw parts of that. I saw the ending of that the other day. And yeah. I was just like, dear God. Like, this this is messed up. Like, I was not expecting <laughs> Yeah, it's so, it, man, it's so strange. It made me very sad for the remake with Nicolas Cage because it's so dumb. Oh and my it's... god, yes, that one's also uh, sneaky funny. Like if you go into oh, it thinking it's... it's funny, you will laugh. If you go oh, and yeah. think, if you think it's a horror movie, you'll just be sad that Nicolas Cage somehow <laughs> ended up in that movie. But go in thinking it's funny, you'll have a good time. I wanted to share a, a sort of funny story about the video that I yeah. put out this week. Which oh, is, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you're 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 going on about uh, billiards games, not pool games, but billiards games. You no, know, I don't. NES. I, I fully expect a number of comments about how pool is different from billiards. I personally don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take the time to look. I just you know I put pool slash billiards. Uh, you guys figure it out. Here's some video games. <laughs> but you know what's really weird? Uh, you know I don't. I don't have uh, a ton of people that follow me on Twitter specifically talking about Nesfriend. So it's kind of nice when I get a little a little action from there where somebody points out like, "Hey man, I you know like your channel whatever." One of the mm. people that that uh, chats me up about Nesfriend on Twitter is Good Vibe Collecting. He's also a very prominent uh commenter in my videos and I, I appreciate the guy. Um he reached out to me you know, in, and it's it's fair to point out that I, I work on my videos and I put them out well ahead in advance. In fact, today I just finished off September. So I'm, I'm getting ready to get into my spooky October stuff already. So this was done, this video was done well in advance. On July 17th, which is like a little over a week from when I'm about to post the billiards games on NES video, he reaches out and says, hey, at Trav Plays Games, it's worth playing championship pool just for this. And he took a picture of... Uh, so in, in championship pool, whenever the opponent is shooting, it switches. It does this weird thing where it shows this guy in a picture frame. And actually, I want to send this to you over uh, Discord right now, Drunk, so that you can see what I'm looking at here. Yeah. There is a an old man that flashes on the screen, <laughs> and it, it says, Time Warp. <laughs> and his name is John Doyle for, for whatever reason. I don't know who John Doyle is. I didn't take the time to look it up. What he says, the hell is this? And he'll time warp you. So it, it doesn't let you watch the opponent play. It just says time warp. <laughs> and it's this, it looks like the like a bald version of the leader from Heaven's Gate just staring you down. And he's like, time has passed. The other player has gone. And this is what happened. You lost or you've won. You know, he tells you what happened while you were, sometimes it's like, now it's your turn. But the, t the time warp guy is fucking weird. <laughs> and I make that an emphasis in my video. You know, if you've, if you've seen it, which it's out now, you can you can watch. There's like I do a whole thing where I like zoom in on his face and play creepy music. 
because he is creepy as fuck. He doesn't belong in a pool game. No, for no reason. what is this guy doing? Why is he in a picture frame? Is he dead? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Okay, there's two things I got here. Number one is the picture frame makes him look like he's in some sort of like first person dungeon crawler RPG. Yes. Where it's like he's yes. like a, a, the enemy that you come across. <laughs> exactly in like a wizardry game or something yeah like he just said game over to your ass like you're done (laughs) the second thing is that he looks like uh in the last episode of star trek next generation when they had to age patrick stewart and they had to like glue extra like white hair and make his eyebrows look like Andy Rooney's. <laughs> Actually, he kind of looks like Andy Rooney if you were bald. He does bald. look like Andy Rooney, yes. But he's wearing Marty McFly's jacket from Back to the Future 2. Uh, or no, uh, he's, I don't know what he's wearing. Uh, it, it, what's with the silver jacket? I it don't looks, get it, man. I, I, what is it? Why is, is this supposed to be a leather jacket? Is he supposed to look tough? I don't know. Like, like, and and I just googled John Doyle, and and nothing comes up <laughs> except like a, a Scottish mandolin player. Like, and I don't think it's him. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with this guy. But anyway, he will okay, creep so, up into your game and tell you that you either fucked up or you won. Okay, so he he's a Frankenstein of uh, Patrick Stewart's hairline, Andy Rooney's eyes. And uh, I guess Fonzie's jacket. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get the Fonzie jacket. But I thought it was weird that uh, uh, Good Vibes would say, like, hey, man, you should play this game. And I'm like, dude, I just that's my next video. What is up? Like, how did you know? (laughs) Of all the games, of all of the weeks, you know, it's just it's a weird time and space thing. So that's fun. It's always fun. So thanks for reaching out, Good Vibes. It's always fun when you run into John Doyle. I know, and I, I make I make a little bit of a thing in the video, and he I he don't emphasized understand it, so. what this is. So that maybe is I should be more... creeped out. Maybe Good Vibes is actually like maybe he's in my house right now. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like is I it love a coincidence? It. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that because that was that was a delight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's weird. Uh, let's get into some emails. How about it? Oh yeah, that? we got emails here. Um, all right, should all right. I read the first one here? Hey, go for it, man. Okay, we got. Email from our friend Michelle. She says, hi, drunk friends. Hi, Michelle. You know, the (laughs) podcast just keeps getting better and better. I love the incorporation of the quote-unquote random topics episodes, examples, 90s music and college football. It's a nice way to relate and make the audience really feel like we are your quote-unquote drunk friends. Smiley face, wink. Oh, wink. Oh, wink, yeah. (laughs) I do have a question for the both of you uh, for the both of you since you guys love talking about sports on the podcast and on the Discord Shameless Polykill Discord plug best place on the interwebs Yeah 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 that's right I was wondering what is your favorite sports movie that's an awesome question and she says mine would have to be the classic major league there are so many quotable moments and the actual baseball playing is not that bad that's an excellent point by her and yeah. she goes on to say i'm looking at you bull durham mm-hmm. and she is so dead on about that like freaking yeah. uh both tim robbins and kevin costner do not know how to throw properly it is really <laughs> distracting tim and robbins annoying. specifically it's like oh. are you fanning yourself or throwing a bit what are you doing I don't understand that. Like, what 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 happened with the pa- with the casting with that movie? But anyway, go she break says, out a Shawshank. It's what I scream at Tim Robbins. What I call him. <laughs> you got out a Shawshank with that arm. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Anywho, keep on the keep on doing the great work, and thanks for remembering to remen- to mention what you guys are drinking." Oh shit! Did we mention that? I don't. No, think not we today. Did. We didn't. 
I am drinking oh a God. mojito. I just made myself a mojito. Now, that's granted. I drank two beers while I was running on SNES drunk to catch his breath from running. But um, I did switch <laughs> over to a nice mojito, man. I made a really good one here. I made it boozy. And really boozy. What, are you drinking anything over there? Water, probably, to rehydrate? Water to rehydrate and Tito's handmade vodka. Goddamn right. Unrehydrate. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you know, she says, see you on the Discord, uh, Michelle. And she means the Polycode Discord. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is awesome. Thank you, Michelle, for plugging that so I don't have to so much. So we've got, we've got a tough question here. What is yeah. your favorite sports movie? Yeah, so I, I, I have a list of three. And when I was thinking Uh-oh. about this, uh, I realized they're all about football. And they're all in the uh, roughly the <laughs> 90s. So I, you know, and I like some baseball school movies. ties. I do like. Please tell me one of them school ties. No cowards. No, it's not school ties. Oh, like three I, people know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> the, the, my problem with most sports movies are the actors are never big enough to be players, and that always takes me out of it. I'm like True. too small to be a professional. So I actually end up liking the ones where they're not professional. So oh, okay. I really liked, as a kid, I really loved Little Giants. That was one of my favorite of movies course, growing yeah. up. Fun I was, movie, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was probably, I think I was nine years old when it came out. Love Rick Moranis. And Devin sure. Sawa, actually, he's really funny on Twitter, too. I follow him on Twitter. Uh, he has, like, a fake beef with Macaulay Culkin, which makes me laugh. <laughs> so Little Giants, great choice, man. I, I love that movie so much. The, the number two, not quite 90s, but came out in the year 2000, so might as well count because we're, we're all still mm. wearing Jinkos and we have spiked tips. Or uh, uh, blonde, you know what I mean. Uh, we all look like uh, Fred Durst. Uh, remember yeah. the Titans? I love. Of course, that yeah, Denzel. And it's it's about a it's about a home state team. It's about a team in Virginia. Oh, I'm from Virginia. Okay. Uh, it's about 1971 football team. And my high school actually won in 1970. So there's you know it's kind of like some history connection there. Great acting. Okay. I mean, it's great. A lot of good. Quotes it's a good. From it's a legit too. good movie, even if you don't care about sports. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's Disney fied, sure, but it's fun and it's it's got a good message, man. It's great. Uh, the number three though, in a movie I watched, set you know when I played high school football, every Friday before a football game, we would we would have time to watch a movie. So basically, you know you're not you're not practicing, but what what they wanted to do, they wanted to keep you in the field house and not let you get into any trouble between the end of school and the beginning of the game. <laughs> so you had a couple hour window where it's just like, hey guys, just get in here. And just please don't 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 fucking do anything stupid. So we would watch movies, and a movie that we would watch more home games than not is Varsity Blues. And ah. it was hot. It was hot during that time. It came yep. out during that time, so obviously yep. it was great. There's a there's a pretty naked lady scene. Obviously it's yep. funny. It's a funny movie. And I quote that movie to this day. I still tell. Well. I used to tell my dad all the time when he was still around. I'd be like, "Hey, Dad, I don't want your life, you know, just to be, I don't just to be want funny. Your life, <laughs> just to be funny with him." But I still do that <laughs> to anyone who tells me what to do. <laughs> I say, "I don't want your life," and then I throw a football and hit the the mascot, the nearest mascot, with it. <laughs> Poor James Vanderbeek. Who would do, who would have thought that would have that terrible line delivery would have completely tanked his career? <laughs> I don't want your life. Yeah, it was James Voigt, his dad. I think it might have been John Voigt. Yeah, jo- I'm sorry, John Voigt. Yeah, no one wants that guy's life. He sucks. So that makes sense. <laughs> Good job. I think Not James after Kramer is redeemed. Him. Jeez. Yeah, I think he's redeemed. What about you? Do you have a Do you have a top three? Well, no, I don't have a top three. Um, I'm looking at my DVD collection, uh, which isn't much. I own two sports movies. What is wrong uh, with you, man? I know, um, but I do love 
a, me a good sports movie. I love the Rocky movies. Ro- Listen, Rocky Four. Oh, Rocky. Oh. Rocky Four. I well, no, that's not one of my choices. I'm just saying. Oh, the Rocky, Rocky movies are great, though. That's a really. I didn't even think of the Rocky movies. So that's perfect. yeah. Yeah. Rocky Four is one of the great great movies of human history. I think it's yeah. so ridiculous and so over the is it top. Your, is and it just, your favorite if, Rocky movie? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for Rocky Four so, is by far the best. It's if I, I can change, you can change. Anybody can change. See, I think it's, my favorite uh, is the first movie. I think it's more raw. I think it's more a little more realistic. I but do, I, I do like the fourth one. I do like the first one because yeah, it, it does. You're, that's a good point because it is like a little more unpredictable. And plus, Rocky doesn't like win at the end. Spoiler no. alert: He's just an obnoxious dude, which I yeah, love. He's I just, love that he's like he's just a guy. He's just a guy, like off the street. Yeah, and Apollo is him. like a real boxer, and yeah. and he matches up with him really well. And yeah, it's a real boxing movie. It's really but, but, smartly but I get written. That four, four gets you amped as fuck. Like I agree with that. Like oh, four, four, if I watch know, Rocky Four, I can't even get to the end of it because I just start punching things in my house. So it's great. <laughs> it's great. The, what I love about Four is the contrast of the uh, uh, what do you call it? The training montages where you've got Rocky <laughs> in the mountains yes, where he's, he's like carrying meat. logs <laughs> <laughs> and like sawing stuff, and then you've got Dude. like. You've got Dolph Lundgren like getting injections of things and stuff like that, and he just looks coldly up at the oh. at the doctor. <laughs> it's so eighties. I love it. Oh, oh and the music—it's just brilliant. I love. I, it. I've Rock. always sometimes I think about like when Jake to, to bring up Jake again, my my polyco co-host. Yeah, he he does a lot of like core exercising and boxing as part of his workouts, and he'll share like you know, as part of the get part of the Get Fit Discord, we share like. Any any exercise that you do, if you can find a way to document it, share it so that we can give you kudos. You know, you want to be accountable. Uh, sometimes he just goes to the boxing gym and just wails on a boxy bag. And I can only think of Jake punching raw, cold meat in a cabin <laughs> because of that movie. Anytime he's like, yep, just went and, and punched a bunch of stuff, I'm like, I think that's definitely... just the first movie, though. I don't think that's the fourth movie. Is that the... Okay, that's... I, that's Yeah, that's, he's, okay, he's tenderizing fair. the meat in the first movie. Yeah. Is it? Okay, no, okay, but that's yeah. that's a legendary scene, though. That's, but that's, that's all I think about when anybody says they're yeah. out punching stuff is just no, Sylvester that's Stallone your... in a random cabin punching bacon. <laughs> Not Kevin Bacon, like, like hanging meat. <laughs> That'd be amazing, though, if it were Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon would give up after, like, three punches. Like, no, stop! I'm the hollow man! (laughs) But I got that Boogie Nights energy, so what are you you going to catch me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I only own two uh, sports movies on DVD, I realized. And you're going to be upset with the first one. But I love this movie. And uh, Michelle, the the gal that emailed us, is going to love it because it's Rudy. Oh, come on. And she, I she's love a Rudy. Notre Dame fan. Come I, on. I, the thing is, I don't care. Yeah, she is. But I don't care about Notre Dame. I, like, when it comes to that movie, I don't. Notre Dame goes out the window. Like, I don't care. I only care about uh, Charles S. Dutton, the janitor. Yeah. I only care about your five foot nothing. You weigh a hundred and nothing. And you think you got something to prove. And you prove what? And I love that speech. And when he runs out onto that field and every and oh man, it's, it's a great just, film. It's a great film. I on I a, just love a great it. Story. It's a great story. I love it, and it's one of my all time. It gives me chills every time. Get the big time goosebumps. But the but the one you know I hate to be anticlimactic, but the other movie I own is Major League. 
That's a great one, it's, though, uh, man. It's Roger Dorn. <laughs> it's <laughs> what's this Olay bullshit, Dorn? <laughs> <laughs> that will never not make me laugh. Like <laughs> he's afraid of getting hit in the face by a ground ball at third. What's this Olay bullshit, Dorn? <laughs> and it's like freaking. Oh man, it's just yeah, man. that movie kills me. And that was it's, before Charlie Sheen was was Tiger Blood or whatever. So I mean, oh was, yeah, that was way. Was, that was like when Charlie Sheen was like platoon oh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was uh, was it Hot Shots and Hot Shots. Deuce, oh yeah, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, and original. I think it was original Hot Shots too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, no, that's a great choice. That movie. I mean, it's so funny. It's hard for me not to pick that one, but I think it. You know, it's definitely my top five. Major League is, is yeah. Major League's great. amazing. So is I that love your favorite? Major League. What's that? Is that your favorite then? Oh yeah, that's definitely my favorite. It's my most rewatchable. Oh, wow. I would so go back to it all the time. Yeah, you and Michelle laugh. have that in common. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I. I. I'm sorry to be boring, but yeah, I have to go major league because. Well, do I, you have like since since all of mine were football? Do you have a favorite football sports movie? There are a ton to choose from. You got the <sighs> first and tense. Uh, you know, well, we, I did we say Rudy, but. What's no, that, I don't that? want to disappoint you with Rudy, though. I, you know, I, I, I'm Burt gonna Reynolds be, dis- one? I'm gonna uh, be disappointing again and say Remember the Titans because that's like a legit good movie. With it's so good. It's it's so good. It's it, like you don't need to, It's like the NBA Jam of movies where it's like you don't the have to care yard about. Is what I was thinking of. You don't like the Longest Yard? That's a good one. Eh, it's fine. Okay, it's, it's okay. All right, I, I think it's fine. Are you talking the Burt Reynolds one? I, I mean, I I love both. To be honest, I think really I think the Adam Sandler, the Adam did okay. Sandler one. I think it did okay. I'm not gonna lie. I think I mean I'm gonna be hard on them. They did all right. <laughs> no, that's fine. I haven't seen the Adam Sandler one. I just you know that's oh, okay. You'll laugh. Terrible thing. Okay, I'll take it. Away. But the I the mean, Burt it, Reynolds it's, it's one. Like a Happy Gilmore for football. You like Happy Gilmore? Oh, it's, okay. It's, oh, that's I. You just brought it up. Happy Happy Gilmore. I forgot about that. Happy Gilmore yeah. is in my top. Whatever. That's easily in my top five. Holy yes, shit, that movie's absolutely. great. Absolutely. Especially since uh, Vern Lundquist is in it, and he's one of my favorite <laughs> announcers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love hearing his voice in anything. So it's, uh, yeah, Happy Gilmar's way up there. Especially yeah. with uh, the <laughs> one of my favorite lines in any movie ever is... Uh, well, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? And just the way he says, no. I love it, man. Dude, actually, the guy that played Shooter McGavin, I hated that guy for years. Just because he played an asshole in a Happy Gilmore movie, I was like, that guy's such a douche. He, he did play a good douche, which means he's a great actor. But I could not oh, course, separate yeah. him from being... Just a, just a fucking stuck-up piece of shit forever. You know what's funny is that guy's had an amazing career. His name is Christopher something. I can't remember his last uh, name. But uh, he, he was um, he played a very memorable part in a Star Trek Next Generation episode, too. Chris McDonald. Christopher McDonald, yes. And he played uh, the, the love interest of Tasha Yar in a Star Trek Next Generation flashback episode. Um, way back in like 93, 94, this was probably, before, yeah, it had to have been before, um, Happy Gilmore. And it was one of the best Next Generation episodes ever. And 
it's funny because when you when some people think of that guy they think of him in that episode and they're like oh it's it's that guy who who valiantly died in that accident you know in that battle with tasha yar in that time travel episode and then there's other people that are like you're that guy that (laughs) went after happy gilmore (laughs) they're just like angry at him and stuff it's just Oh, it's hilarious. funny like it must be very strange to be an actor and just get like oh, yeah. all sorts of reactions especially but... because he is usually cast he has the face of a smug prick and oh yeah yeah he's always and I cast think in he, that light yeah yeah he said i think he said he he uh recognized that himself uh in an interview where because he gets that all the time you eat pieces of shit for breakfast <laughs> no oh, man <laughs> So good. So good. Well, I'm glad I got another movie out of you. Happy Gilmore's a great one. Oh, Happy Gilmore's an, an, an all-timer. Yeah, for sure. It's it's great. I love it. All right, so we have another email here. This one comes from Jonathan. He says, Hi, guys. I'm a fan of both your channels and the podcast and found both to be helpful, especially with what to put on my retro fantasy list for my hacked SNES Classic. An area I'd like to see slash hear you get into is game development. I'd love to hear a bit from developers about how the games got made back in the day, any internal fights over game content, production deadlines, etc. For example, I'm sure folks have some stories from the dreaded LJN company that would be interesting to hear, and I think you are the guys to talk to these folks. We all learn a bit more about this hobby we love from another perspective. A tangent to this could be arcade developers. I really enjoyed the rise of barcades or bar arcades recently, pre-COVID, and have been curious about what people think of arcades having a second life. I'm 38, like you, Alex, and pretty much a nostalgic addict, so the shows about Soundgarden and the like combined with the retro gaming is pretty much my wheelhouse. Looking forward to see how it all develops. Jonathan Hurley. Jonathan! My man, I I love I love a good barcade, and I think I have sort of a semi. Now that I'm really far into my mojito, in fact, it's gone. Uh, I have a somewhat astute <laughs> observation with those things. I have mm. a buddy that lives down in Greensboro, North Carolina, and from where I live in the hills of Virginia, that also happens to be like the closest place for fun uh, for me. It's a couple hours away. And they have a barcade down there that I'm taken to fairly regularly when I visit my buddy called Boxcar. And uh, I think it's a small chain. In fact, I think it's so small. I think there's only two locations. I think there's one in Greensboro, one in Raleigh. And what I've noticed about those things is that it's it's all people just our age in there. And I think it's interesting how, like, when we were kids, the arcade was full of (laughs) soda pop and candy and just kids and like you had to kick you know if you were like you know 16 17 in an arcade you had to kick like a nine-year-old off your leg because he was like let me play and you're like get out of here i'm trying to play street fighter like it was like you know you know all of that stuff but now with boxcar it being a bar like they serve alcohol you have to be 21 and you buy tokens you have to purchase uh special tokens to put in the machines to play them it's not free play uh which makes sense if these places want to make money um, it, it's interesting to me that they still, you know, it's like, okay, we, we know our our target demographic are the ages 35 to 50. Uh, we know those people specifically love to get drunk. And uh, we know that uh, we need to make it cheap and easy for them. So there's cup holders on every machine. They make the way to get nice. coins super easy. Like, 
and it's still a blast. Like I love the energy in those things, and and with it having like beer available and occasionally food at some of the places, like it's so fun. I I definitely love these the second life of arcades. However, you can get it. I know uh, I went to um, Chicago a couple years ago for you know I'm uh, being in Polykill. We're we're a part of the Cartridge Club, and we had a meetup in Chicago a couple years back. And there is a arcade there which boasts being like one of the the biggest in the world called Galloping Ghosts. Tons mm. of machines, tons of machines. I mean, yep. Alex, you would go crazy. There's probably not a machine I've there that heard you of haven't it, thought yeah. of. Yeah, you'd love it. And you know, we spent hours in there, and it, it's so great to uh, to kind of relive that because I talked about this. I think maybe one of our first episodes, the arcade experience is something that I I just I just missed out on. Like I think I was just too young to really appreciate it, and you might have been just old enough. So what do you think? Do you have any local barcades or anything like that that you can get that nostalgic leak from uh, the old days from? The thing for me was um, I was lucky enough to have a video store that had um, a video rental store, video update, that I don't know what compelled them. But, um, in fact, it probably was what compelled them was the fact that they were, like, five, six blocks away from an elementary school. Uh, video update had a separate room. It was a video s- rental store that had a, uh, a ho- mm, I would say like six arcade machines and two pinball machines. And let's see. I, I can almost remember all six machines. One was a Street Fighter Champion Edition. One was World Heroes. Do you remember World Heroes? Here's that drunk brain in action again, folks. Uh, I do not remember World Heroes. You don't remember World Heroes? Okay. No, it seems like a very generic name. Like maybe if I it's, saw it. It's it's like an SNK um thing. Uh, it's is it wasn't SNK? Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was SNK. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a fighting game. It wasn't a yeah. it wasn't a big deal at all. Um, there was WWF Superstars, which had Macho Man Randy Savage. Hell yeah. And that's that's always a go-to. Um, okay, that's three. There were at least... Oh, there was Art of Fighting. And I remember that one was good because you could unplug it and plug it back in and you'd get a free game. And that was <laughs> that was that was always awesome. <laughs> did the people that owned the place care that you did that? No. Did they, they know? No, I have no idea. They didn't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> if they did, I don't know. And I don't care. But... Um, what were the other games there? I can't remember. There were there because it was like a bunch of games there, and there were two pinball machines in the back. One was Kiss, of course, and yeah. the other one was like some generic thing. I can't remember. But man, what were those other games? I can't remember. I'm out of yeah. Man, you're up to four. Yeah, is the I drunk memory there, fading is thirty eight. Is that the cutoff? I year? think so. Yeah, downhill? there. I there might have been five. I think. Yeah, I think there was only five because there's okay. one spot in my brain that's like. Now you're backpedaling, but that's okay. Yeah, it's blank, and <laughs> you're backpedaling. <laughs> it's it's blank. Well, I'm picturing it in my head, and it's like the spot in the room it has a black spot in it, you know, like an anime. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't see what's there, and it's like, what was there? I can't remember. But yeah, I think it was only five, and then there were the two pinball machines that everyone ignored. But yeah, no, uh, it was uh, yeah, World Heroes, WWF Superstars. But yeah, that was our our go to. But the big deal for us was the Minnesota State Fair. And anybody from Minnesota 
will know that if you go to the Minnesota State Fair, you're going to go to the Penny Arcade, and it's going to be a bunch of stuff, and it's going to have X-Men four-player. It's going to have, like, Time Crisis and, you know, like, uh, House of the Dead and, like, uh, what was oh, the other yeah. thing? Like, Rush 2045, like, all this stuff. Like, these 2049? Cre- yeah. Where's your I, brain going? 2049? Yeah, th- this is when I was there when I was, like, 23. <laughs> I'm trying to pick on this this drunk brain of yours. I'm trying to find all of the weaknesses. <laughs> um, I remember it was the four-player X-Men and not the six-player, and I was really disappointed because when I went there, it was always filled with kids playing, and I wanted to play, and it was always like a huge line and all that sort of stuff. There was always NBA Jam. There, all the Midway stuff was there. All you know, Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, NBA Jam, all that stuff was there. Cabal was there. Terminator 2 was there. Um, Yeah, no, it was just like all the typical arcade stuff that you're used to. You're used to seeing at the Minnesota State Fair. Every last uh, couple weeks of August until the... uh, Until Labor Day. Until COVID, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything uh, local to you? Is there anything within a few driving miles where you can get an arcade fix? It just as a kid, it was just that video update thing I talked about. But but, but, but nothing now, like nothing. Nothing down in now. Um, there is a place that sells arcade machines now, and they what? fix them up. Yeah, That's it's called cool. like Ghost Arcade or something like that. I can't remember oh, the nice. name. I see their uh, bumper stickers all over the place. I can't remember the name of it at the top of my wow. head. So their go- their bumper stickers must not be very effective. But it must not be, man. Uh, sucks. <laughs> but no, it's there's a place here that like fixes them. It's like one guy, and um, I can't remember the name of it. I, I'm sorry, guy that is not listening <laughs> to this. But uh, <laughs> he's going. No. He's going to one day and be like, ah, fuck, Snest drunk. I can't believe it. <laughs> he uh he's the guy I want to hit up when I want to buy one. I want to buy like NBA Jam or Mortal Kombat right. 2 or something like that. There is a place. I, I I stand corrected. There is a um uh bar here that that place supplies um arcade machines to. It's called Sister Bar and it's on uh, Central in Albuquerque. And hmm. they used to have the Simpsons arcade game. And me and Pearl, or I should say, grammatically correct, Pearl and I used to uh, try and beat that game. We got all the way to the final level. We ran out of quarters. Oh, no. Come on. Quarters? Was it on free play? No, we ran out of quarters. But we're happy to donate to that bar because they're awesome. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. But, um, yeah, no, they had The Simpsons, and they eventually replaced The Simpsons with uh, Ninja Turtle, the first Ninja Turtles game. Uh, that's fine, but I miss the Simpsons. Uh, they just swap yeah. Konami for Konami. But um, they also have uh, a, a very broken version of Mortal Kombat 2, which I will never play again because they refuse mm. to fix it. Um, they have like a lot of really old shit like Galaga and um, uh, Burger Time and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Galaga's fun. I love fun. those games. I love those games. Come on, I'm an NES guy. You're just going to talk down to a bunch of shit. What, what's going <laughs> They're on? a bunch of shit. Burger time. What are you doing? <laughs> Just building a bunch of burgers. What are you? You can't even eat the burgers. I mean, come can't. Back. You can't. That, that, that does suck. I do agree. Come on. Uh, can't even. <laughs> I, I do want to bring up though. You know, Jonathan here was like, "Hey, you guys should talk to some more developers." And uh, unfortunately, we oh yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't fucking know any. I think it's yeah. a problem. <laughs> I was so like, say, develop. You, do you know any? <laughs> like, I would love to. I would. Do you know I would anybody? Love to talk to like, anybody 
Like, I would love to talk to the guy that just, like, drew the LGN logo. Like, any of those, anybody that was important 40 years ago in gaming, we would love to talk to them. So, hey, guys, if you know anyone like that, if you know whoever came up with John Doyle in the Time War. Oh, fuck yeah. If If you know John Doyle, that would be. That's Who the is podcast John we Doyle on. based on? I want to know this guy. Put John Doyle in my office right now. I want to talk to him. I got some <laughs> questions. But, but seriously, like if you have any connections at all, I mean, we we don't. And Honestly, it would be great. Though, the the guy I really want to talk to is um, uh, what's his name? The guy who's made himself available pretty regularly, and I I don't mean that in a uh, bad way. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, my mind's going in in bad places. But um, Dylan Cuthbert. Uh, oh yeah, he, he's the guy that uh, was uh, one of the main heads of Star Fox when that was developed. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy, uh, as far as I can tell. Anyway, he's very articulate, very smart guy. And sometimes when people say the word articulate, they mean it like in a demeaning way, like oh, regular people aren't articulate. It's like no, this guy's articulate in terms of like phrasing things that are difficult to phrase in layman terms okay that's what i mean by that (laughs) so i i I think dylan cuthbert would be a great guest because he knows how to do that and i think he's a very smart guy that uh is with it you know he and he's been on podcasts before and all that sort of stuff so he's he's not unfamiliar Honestly, I think uh, between the the content that you and I really thrive in, our passions, you know, it, it could be anyone that touched uh, a really any integral part of any game. Like if you're a sure. composer, I mean, oh any, yeah, anything. I would. Love I mean, if you work for like a magazine, even if you work for a publisher back <laughs> in the day, anything. I mean, it'd be cool to talk to someone who was Nintendo uh, Power. Yeah, fuck yeah, man! Like talk to uh, what do they call the Nintendo Power kids that? You could call in, <laughs> and the, they, they they sometimes showed them in a magazine. They always had like, man, I yeah, God, they had the best mullets. I'm trying to grow a mullet right now. I have a COVID mullet going on, but it it did not come close to some of those Nintendo Power mullets I they forget. were posting back in 1991. But I the, like counselors, I, counselors, right? That's the counselors, like, yes, you yeah. you nailed it. I forget who it was and where I heard this. It wasn't a YouTube comment. It was someplace else. I think it might have been Twitter, and this was years ago. But it was when I was doing the Drunk with Nintendo Power uh, episodes, um, which I, I wasn't happy with. I, I wasn't enjoying doing them, and they were they were hard to shoot. Uh, they just weren't working out for me. So, But what I did is I always made sure to feature the counselor's corners, like you said. And one person I featured and made sure to talk about was this woman. And this guy, I, I'm pretty sure it was Twitter, he hit me up and said, like, that's my mom. What? Like, I'm so happy that you talked about my mom and you made sure to talk about what she accomplished. And that was her job back in the day. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing ever. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I that just made my whole week. And I I can't remember if that was Twitter or if that was like Discord uh. or where that was. It was years ago, but... If you're listening now, fellow, <laughs> please, yeah. please message drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you still know your mom, yeah, reach out love to, to her. <laughs> we would love to. T- I mean, honestly, that's really cool, man. I, ah, because you got to think, like, you know, the, I kind of take for granted, like, these things just exist. 
But then it was yeah. like, there's, there's people walking around everywhere that oh, had a hand sure. in this stuff. And I have so many questions to stuff yeah. that they think is so mundane. Like Oh, for sure, yeah. Stuff that they're like, oh, you know, well, we, we made it uh, – we made it black because that was cheaper to print, you know, whatever they would say. And I'd be like, Oh, that's cool. Like there's so much I would ask. So yeah, please, we would love it. You know? And I think it fits our mold here. You know, we're, we're a couple drunk, drunk friends uh, looking to chat up some video game people. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody knows anybody, I, uh, to, to plug myself very, very briefly, very quickly to plug myself. That sounds fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. You should pay someone. Uh, 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 a long while ago, I think it was almost a year ago at this point now, um, I was very lucky to get a phone call, or I, I should say an email quick, from uh, uh, a writer from The Athletic at theathletic.com. And uh, oh, yeah. that is a very legitimate sports website. It is like, you're, there's a lot of <laughs> like lifelong sports writers, sports columnists like Joe Poznanski. Like dudes that have won awards and stuff like that. Like it's a very esteemed uh, publication. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know personally a guy that writes there, but I know a guy that transitioned from our local paper to there. And oh, that man. guy, I feel like immediately started wearing a bow tie when he started working. There. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ken, speaking of bow tie, Ken Rosenthal is yeah. part yeah. of <laughs> the Athletic. Yes, there you go. Thank you for reminding me. But yeah, yeah no, a guy that worked at the, at the Athletic. He texted me, or he didn't text me. He emailed me and said, "Like, hey, we want to talk to you about Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Do you have? Can you give me like a few minutes? Can you talk on the phone?" We ended up talking for like thirty minutes on the phone about Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball for his article about that game. That's so cool. And it was it was just like a, the most surreal experience ever because it was just like this guy. <laughs> Is getting paid right now to talk to me, to me, of all people, about Griffey Baseball. And I think his main angle was um, the names. Uh, what were the names and how did they uh, come across? Like, how were they made and what did they mean oh, and that sort of I stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. The original names. Because yeah. uh, there was no MLBPA. There was no Players Association license with that game. They had to make up the names. And some of them made sense because it was like Jay Hendricks and like, you know, B. Dillon, you know, Jim, Jimmy Hendricks, Bob Dillon, obviously. And like, oh, right, you know, right, right. P. McCartney, you know, Jay Lennon, <laughs> and stuff like that. But there were some that were just like, who are these people? And this dude set out to like find out who these people were. And he needed some like anecdotal information from like fans that were like, how did you try and find out what this was? And I was just like, uh, I grabbed a newspaper <laughs> and I changed the names that way. But as far as like finding out what the original names were, like me and my friends just got together and hung out and we're like, who the hell are these people? And like, <laughs> what does this mean? And what do you think? And what do you think? And that sort of thing. And yeah, no, he's, and his name is Mark Carrig. He's a very good writer. He's he's a really smart guy, and he's very he's a very nice guy. He's the nicest. He's one of those guys that's like, of course, like why on earth would he reach out to me of all people? Yeah. He's, he's, he said you. he saw my. <laughs> he said he saw my Griffey baseball video on YouTube, and he's like, I need to like get in touch with this guy because he obviously loves this game, 
so I was just like, man, oh man, like that's so cool. So yeah, I talked to, I ended up talking, you know, we planned a call for like five, 10 minutes and we ended up talking forever. And yeah. he, cause he was such a fan and he was such a good guy and yeah. And I couldn't be happier with how the article turned out. It was wonderful. It was yeah. just such a cool thing. Yeah. If you guys a- want to search it out, it's called solving the mystery with King Griffey jr. Presents major league baseball by Mark Carrig, C A R I G. Yeah. Um, the athletic dot, dot com, I guess. I don't know. Google yeah, you can find I it. think I think you do need a subscription to see yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's the thing with the athletic, but uh, they gotta make their money. But yeah, they gotta make their money. But yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's that's what happened to me this past. Um, I think it was right that's when so COVID cool. started. It was like this past April, I think. It was early April when it published, but I, I remember yeah. actually when you and I first had a voice to voice conversation for one of our early podcasts you were like dude the craziest thing just happened to me today and i was like what is it mr drunk man and uh i was like holy shit that's incredible so yeah i, I couldn't believe I, it i was yeah, over the so moon cool man that's so yeah, cool. i was over the moon i couldn't believe it like a real baseball writer wants to talk to me about freaking griffy baseball my favorite hey, man, game what of else all are they going to write about right now you know <laughs> exactly that's what he basically says in the article like what else are we going to write about <laughs> But um, right yeah, no, it was it was a thrill. I love talking about it. Listen, if you're listening to this, you want to send an email. I'll talk to you about Griffey baseball right now because I love that game. Let's do it. Let's go. Hell yeah. Talk to me about Griffey baseball. We'll do it. Let's go. That's all this man wants to talk about. It takes me hours every night to be like, we can't have a whole podcast <laughs> about it. We need to talk about other stuff. So uh, we let it get let him get it out of his system here. And uh, that's good because I think we wanted to bring up briefly, we've already talked for an hour here tonight, uh, some of the new stuff that's coming out. You and I, we don't do new stuff. The coolest thing that you and I talk about are from, you know, I think maybe the, the newest thing you're going to talk about is from 1996, and that's that's uh, like F, F, uh, F-Zero F coming up soon or something like that. Uh, so, F, you know, F-Zero-X. You talk, F-Zero-X. No, nah, that's that, like 98. That was 98. I'm Still. <laughs> Still, that's so much closer to now than Balloon Fight that I'm working on. So, (laughs) so my point is that you know we had the uh, we don't have E3 this year because of COVID, obviously, and E3 was kind of dying out anyway. So, um, but so instead we got these Xbox games showcases. Yeah, we. I mean, we got Xbox and Nintendo's doing their directs. Sony's doing their thing, but we're not getting them in that one. That one week where it's yeah. very concentrated, which I, I, I think I liked better. People always kind of wanted like this this uh, drip feed from other sources. They wanted to take it in, you know, they just do a direct and just, you know, whenever it's ready, just send it to me. But I like the Super Bowl week of, hey, this is the <laughs> week I need to pay attention because I, I can't stay dialed in all year for this stuff. Some people can, but that, that's not the way I work. So for me, it's like, oh, shit, something happened. What was it, guys? And they're like, well, three months ago. They they showed off this new game and I'm like oh, I missed it so I'm having a hard time keeping up, but anyway so the Xbox show showcase happened. Uh, Alex, do you do you care? Do you have an do you even have an Xbox that was made in in, in 2000 after 2010? I own no Xboxes. <laughs> oh, what? Not even an old one? <laughs> no, oh, I've never I've gamer. never owned an Xbox in my life. Oh, uh, must be how stop stuff, listening to us. <laughs> the only Microsoft stuff I've ever had is Windows. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, quit bragging. I, 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 I will say, when it comes to the demo stuff, 
and like when it comes to the hype and that kind of stuff i i have a hard time getting enthusiasm for it because and it's not because i shouldn't say the because i i'll just give an example of why i feel that way um I, I remember when Spore was like the thing. Spore, mm. And this was like, wow, God, this had to have been like 2003, 2004, something like that. And it was amazing. The demo was off the charts incredible. And it was, I remember my friend Nate and I were just, uh, just bouncing off the walls like, can you believe Spore? This is amazing. And it wasn't an official demo. It, the video we saw was literally like Will Wright showing something on like a pull down screen, you know, uh, in a classroom, you know, you know what I mean? Like it <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. it was bad. Like it, none of it meant anything, but we were still like, oh, you know, it's 2000, whatever. And we're just fine. And then the final game turned out like several years later, like completely utterly different than what we yeah. expected. And I'm just like, well, lesson learned, you know, like <laughs> fine by me. All right, whatever. I'm not getting this. Cause this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So yeah, no, that I, I, I kind of turned my, I, I'm going to say it. I turned my nose up at these, at these, uh, uh, trailers and that sort of thing. Um, the same way I do at movies when I go to a movie oh, and I wow. sit through, I sit through nine different trailers and they're all structured the exact same way. And they all have the same music cues and they all have the same, you know, dramatic cues and they all have the, you know, it's over. It's never over. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just the explosion. There's always and that just bass like, thing, like the yeah, and then they do the Constantly. bass thing, and it's just like, I don't ah. care. There's nothing that could compel me to care about any of this, like, ever. So I just don't care. But, uh, yeah, no, it, and it's turning into the same thing with games. And fine, you know, you got to do what you got to do to sell games. Cool. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't uh, – I, I want to see the official product. That's, yeah, I guess no, that's my you. point. I want to see yeah. the stuff when it's out. Now I do I do like a good a good wave of hype. I feel like in the way I've sort of lived my life, uh I think I've always been a step behind. That's why I have an affinity for the NES because honestly I, I got it in uh in nineteen ninety, five years after it came out and I didn't let it go for years and I always stayed a step behind because of it. Like I didn't I never had the the shiny new console always had like the generation back. Always had the hand me down. So, uh, I like now that I'm able to uh, afford a new thing, or you know, have, now that we're in the information age, we have access to all the all the trailers we want and all all of the information. Uh, I do like being in the jazz circle with everyone else when everyone else is getting hyped about something. I like to be in there and be like, "Wow, this is cool." The problem is that uh, there are some things that keep me from enjoying this as much as I think I could. I think um, the, I think primarily there is sort of a fundamental difference between you and I in that like, I think I probably play a, a few more modern games than you do. Definitely. Uh, you, you spend a lot of time on your channel, and there's occasionally a, a modern game that'll, that'll pique your interest. But I, I do try to, and, and because of, you know, I have Polykill, and, and the guys in the Discord, uh, the Polykill Discord are very... Um, they're, they sort of straddle the retro and, and, and modern line uh, pretty well. 
but you know, recently I played like uh, Rage Two, and and uh, I just finished Plague Tale Innocence. I played God of War. I played the Yakuza Zero. So like, I, I played some recent stuff, uh, not like all the cutting edge stuff, but enough to to stay in the conversation. But I used to be really enthralled by these. I think like ten years ago, when I think Skyrim came out, maybe Fallout Three. Uh, I loved the whirlwind of E3. Like I would, I would digest every trailer, every bit of information. I was still like really into the cutting edge of everything. And for some reason, I do care less now. And my, the only thing I can point to is the, is people. I I think like, Hmm. I don't think it's, it's not the games. The games look incredible. Holy shit. Have you seen games these days? They're stupid good looking. They're so stupid good looking. Uh, I you know I don't care about new technology. That you could show me a box that says and say it has so many gigawops and teraflops and gigabits. Could give a fuck. I don't give a shit about any of that. That's cool. I I don't need a game to have 4K. It can be 8P, and as long as it's fun, that's all I care about. Just what if know, it's 12Q? Is that give me 12Q? Just tell me what button jumps. That's all, all right. I need to know, man. As long as it's fun, I don't give a shit. Like. I, I played games with like an LED at Magfest. There was the demo team that had like an LED string of light bars they attached to a a, a retro pie. So you literally just played a game where you moved a dot along an LED strip of lights and tried to run away from other lights. And I was like, this is funny shit. And it's not even on a screen. So like I can have fun doing anything. So, uh, but I, I'm way <laughs> less jazz now. I think because it's uh like. The people, like YouTube and, and Twitter, like everyone feels like they have this very important opinion about every thing, mm. trailers, yeah. everything. There's always like, there's, and, and you and I have talked about this. We've made fun of this a ton of times. After every direct, after every Nintendo Direct, where they're like, hey guys, uh, we're, you know, we're working on some of your favorite games, some of some franchises you've loved your entire life, uh, but they're not ready to show yet. Uh, but we're instead we're working on this, and then there's always the the first video is a guy he has a beard and a hat, and he's making a sad face <laughs> yeah. pointing to like a Nintendo logo, and he's like, "This sucks." It's like, "Fuck that guy, man!" People are making games for you. <laughs> Chill out a minute. Let them make your toys for just a second. They're busy. He's, he's got a beard. <laughs> he's always got a beard. He's always upset with the like. I get like you really want something, and and the companies lie. They're like, "Hey, man, it'll be out next summer." Just kidding. It's going to be out in 2027. Like, it's, a very, it's a very unkempt beard too. It's like a neck oh, yeah. beard, like it's like a Drew Gooden beard, like all the way down to like his <laughs> chest. <laughs> For some reason, the neck part's longer than the face part, and they're like, "What order do you shave in?" <laughs> but like, yeah, like I don't, I don't get that. Like, I'm so positive about games. Oh yeah, you know, no, I, I'm so done with this crap about oh, like these guys so that are like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a shocked face and be like, yeah." I'm gonna oh. Yeah, and it's, I don't like any of these games. And they suck. And yeah. like, it's like, f- do you know how many people it took to make that helmet shiny? Like, <laughs> and, and I know it's not like I know like effort doesn't equal quality. Like, I totally get that. Like, no, it's but fine. It's why, like, are, why are people so mad about like mundane shit? Like that game to, to me, most games look pretty okay. Like the trailers themselves usually don't show a whole lot. Like I, I would I would rather have more gameplay than just what you said. Like the movie trailer is just like. A base hit and like yeah. n- no dialogue. We don't know what's going on. It's never There's over. Some somebody like I. Okay, here here's a typical, here's a typical sounding, uh, 
you know, arc, uh, a typical sounding video game trailer to me. It's like uh, a person in a world <laughs> in with a, world. a gun. The world <laughs> is shit. It is dark. A thing is a Bruin. Shoot everything to find out what is Bruin. Shoot it with your gun. And also your magic power. You are chosen. You have magic. The world, huge. In fact, way too big. You'll never explore all of it. And even if you did, we didn't hide anything cool there for you to find anyway. Waste your life on this game. Graphics are great. We hope you like those. Coming in October of 2027, it's Dark <laughs> Afterlife Beneath 5. Pre-order now to get a gun skin that no one will see. I mean, like, that's all it is. But I'm like, yeah. I will play the shit out of that. That looks cool. <laughs> that looks okay to me. Somebody that's will love much, that. That's pretty much it, especially the 2027 date that you nailed there. Yeah, yeah but it's like, why is the whole internet mad? Like, that game looks fucking sweet. 800 people are working on it. It's going to take a Just... minute because it looks fucking titties. Give it a minute. Yeah, it, it reminds me of sports in a lot of ways, where it's just like, oh, we yeah. signed, we drafted Joe Burrow on the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> why Why isn't he good immediately? It's like, you got to give him a second. Okay? Give it a minute, guys. Come on, give it a little <laughs> Give the minute. guy, he's throwing to A.J. Green and a bunch of scrubs, okay? Like, give the guy a freaking minute, it's please. Like people really think that these game companies are scared of money, like... You know, they're like, all right, oh, what do God. they really want? They want Metroid, but what should we do? Not make it? You think we just shouldn't fucking make it? Like, no, maybe we should wait until it's good enough to show them and then show it to them. They're not just like, we're not going to make it because they want it. They're not being mean to you. They're not picking on you. Oh, yes, they are. They're being oh. mean. They're they're picking. They're, <laughs> they're singling out people on Twitter. They're going, hey, XX, capital XX, COVID-69, X, capital XX. You are waiting for Metroid <laughs> since the N64, and you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're why? not going to get it. <laughs> you're not, you know why? Because you don't deserve it. You and don't. if you don't deserve it because you're scum. You're a I mean, scumbag. Part of me is like, no wonder these companies were like, do you know, maybe ether, you know, they started to phase E3 out a little bit. Like, no wonder they don't want to go on stage in front of people and risk making a blunder. Yeah. You know, for for these things, because people yeah. react so vehemently about. I mean, they're making stuff that I'm, utterly does not matter. I, I mean, mean, even hey, listen, listen. I understand what you're saying when it, when it comes to like the effort involved in the games, but let's be clear here. This is we're talking about games. Exactly. There's yes. <laughs> there's bigger stuff at stake here. I'm yeah. in the middle of like a bunch of arguments with some of my friends that are upset that baseball might be canceled. Oh, come on, guys. Because it's Why like, was baseball uncanceled? No, we have shit to have a matters, teddy okay? bears in the stands like, for okay. this. I uh, <laughs> I understand like you want life to be no everybody wants life to be normal again, okay? Okay? Like it's just it, it, you're okay to feel like that, but the way you feel shouldn't be imposed on the rest of the world sometimes, okay? The, your emotions need to just tune out sometimes, all right? Exactly, man. It, they, exactly. Need to, they need to take a back seat to what's really happening in the world. How you feel is not the be-end and end-all of the world, okay? I'm gonna, I feel like I'm cutting a freaking Mongo promo here, but... You're like John sh- Voight in that movie I talked about <laughs> earlier. <laughs> But my God, man! Like, just yeah, it's it's a good point, and I, I think 
my, my whole point is I think that's sort of ruined uh, the way for me. I liked being yeah. in the conversation no, yeah, yeah, going, of new stuff. Going back to the whole like uh, convention thing. it's so thing. negative. Like you can't, yeah, it's people really can't negative, enjoy, yeah. uh, you know, Xbox did their showcase and, and PS5 did their showcase. And yeah. I think they were both pretty good. I mean, there's some yeah. good games in there. You might not got what you wanted. Sure, yeah, whatever. There's you, some shit in there that's confusing. Maybe there's not a lot of gameplay, but like they're making, they're making shit for you. Just yeah. give it a minute. And you'll probably Give it a like minute, it. And then you go online, and then you see nothing but just like, this is horrible. Oh, <laughs> is it that bad? I play NES games for 10 hours a week. <laughs> you should see the I shit did, I wait exactly. through. Exactly. I'm like, I just played Lawnmower Man for four <laughs> hours this week. And, what and do you think down, I want like, It wasn't see. that bad. Deep down, you're like, you know, it's not that bad. But there are people that will look at like the Halo Infinite trailer and be like, this is horseshit. And you're like, this is gold. People, you don't understand how far we've come. Please love this. Uh, Even if it's not what you want, it's pretty good. It's still pretty it's, good. It's pretty freaking good. I hate people, man. People are a bunch of bastards. But anyway. Oh, they're a bunch of bastards, and they're going to stay bastards for many years. Just just be we're, – we're in a hobby that where where a group of really smart people try to make fun shit for us, and we just yell at them constantly. It makes no sense. But anyway, I wanted to talk about some games that are coming out that maybe uh, <laughs> we might like. We might like. I'm looking forward Speaking to a few games. Which, let's talk about the fun games that are coming out. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm man. Sorry, now, that I got to ask. So you don't, so you don't play you don't play a lot of uh, no. Stuff, you have know. a list of games here, and I know like two of them. Oh, no, good. I know that's three of them. Expect. Oh, good. That's you know one. Uh, that's good. I don't know uh, what Senua's Saga's Hellblade. Okay, oh. I know what Hellblade is, but oh, Hellblade. So you saw Hellblade uh, a couple yeah. years back. They made that. Now I played the first one, and I what gotta dev, say, what dev team is that? Uh, the Ninja Theory, I think. Okay. All right. And I so, usually don't know the answers to these questions, but I think Ninja Theory. Let me. Um, okay. Yeah. Let me. Let me. And, and now, and, and since uh, since the first one, they've now partnered with or been bought out by or owned by or in cooperation with yep. Microsoft. So this will be an Xbox exclusive, I believe. I'm not sure on that, but uh, the first one was very interesting. I would say it's the mm. most, and I'm I'm rocking uh, two hands full of devil horns right now. I think it's some, one of the most metal games I've played in a while. I think I did see that part of the the trailer, yeah. and um, pretty cool. Now I did play the first one, and I have to say I don't know if I had fun with the first one, but I couldn't stop playing it. Does that make sense? Have you ever had a game where you're like so enthralled by like what is this? You don't even know if you're enjoying it, but you want to keep going. It's kind of like a scary movie. Like you're not having fun, but what happens? I guess that's my best comparison would be a, like a movie, yeah, or it's like kind of like that. Where like it's mechanically, just like, I don't know I about. It, yeah, I don't know about this movie, but like I like like Wicker Man from the seventies. Like, there you this, go, perfect this example. Is incredibly creepy, but I know yeah. it's going somewhere. So Full good yeah. job. I think I think that's kind of like that. Like it's hmm. it's not gamey in a lot of ways. Uh, it's it's not, not particularly fun. I don't think. Uh-oh. But goddamn, I just could not stop playing it, and it's a really cool story. It's got a lot of cool stuff going for. It. Anyway, the sequel, Cinnabus Saga: Hellblade Two. Uh, again, looks rocking the metal horns, metal AF. Uh, I think it looks pretty sweet, and it does have a lot of like hell, uh, hellacious vibes. It's not a, it's not a terribly hard game. It's very rich in story, I think. So that's what I'm looking forward to because once again, rocking my metal horns. I think it's pretty sweet. Hmm. Well, I can't argue with that. As like a a, a fucking like a metal solo plays out over top of this. Well, like, so I think we're we're talking. Are, are we talking like a three guitar like? melodic oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh iron maiden solo 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Army. That fits it perfectly. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Like, okay. there is right. a part in the... This is kind of a... This, it's not a it's not a story spoiler, but it's it's a visual spoiler. Uh, once you're toward the end of the first game, you're like floating on like a like a, a small boat through a a, a a blood river, and there's like hands coming out of skull. Like it's really visually like cool as fuck. Like I really enjoyed it, man. I I thought that was that was cool. The, the payoff at the end is great. So anyway, that's Sounds one like I'm a looking Metalocalypse episode. Damn, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Uh, the medium. Is another one I'm looking forward to. That's, I'm looking that at that, that now. And came out in the showcase. Looks pretty goddamn creepy. I like creepy. It's, it's got kind of a you know you know it's got that uh, horror vibe for sure. I like that. I love that man. Yeah. And I think this is one of those uh, sort of investigatory type. Yes. One really cool thing about it is like you can use your medium powers and see like before time and after time has passed in the yes. same like overlapped, and that's kind of a cool feature. I'm into that. So I thought is that was this... pretty cool. This looks like it's on Steam too. Is this going to be on PS4? Because I might want to get or PS5, I should say. Because I might. I don't get think this so. I think it was. Uh, I think. Well, I think Damn. this was shown in the Xbox showcase. So if it does yeah. come to looks something like other than Microsoft, that'd be surprised. Xbox Series X and Windows. Well. Yeah. All right. Because this is a Pearl game for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I was yeah. I was thinking investigative and that. horror stuff is pearl for sure and and low action too it's like it's it's more investigatory mm. than twitch you know i, I kind of like that sometimes it's, it's nice to use my brain rather than my thumbs because sometimes they get drunk <laughs> that's a good way uh, of putting it i like that yeah uh cyberpunk i mean that's one that i think a lot of people well yeah, forward yeah. To. that's i'm that's looking forward the, to that that's the keanu game yeah are you looking forward to that at all are you not just you just i'm looking forward to seeing the final product yeah i i yeah. can't get excited about like all the the demos and all that sort of stuff. I, I want to see what it is. Like yeah, I've yeah. seen it for so many years now. I've seen it for yeah. so long. I I want to. I just want to see what it is. I loved point. The Witcher three to the point that oh, I yeah pre-ordered this game just because the same company made it. I've never done that before. I'm, I'm usually not that naive. Yeah, but I was like I I, <laughs> I trust these people. So yeah, yeah and and I've it's grown on me as it's gone. I every it's, every little bit they show has been great. It's always really cool when. A, a, a dev team goes from one uh, dynamic to another because they did Witcher 3, which is, you know, you got your medieval stuff and then you're going in the complete opposite direction with, you know, crazy shit with, uh, yeah, futuristic stuff yeah. with Keanu yeah. Reeves. So I, I'm I'm interested to see how they how they spin that, uh, if they can pull it off as well, because I know Witcher 3 has been an incredible success um you can delete the mobile games thing by the way i think we're running out of time i'm gonna cut this but um you can cut whatever you want i don't care (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no uh don't don't delete the game i'm talking about (laughs) sorry i I almost i'm just kidding uh like i'm in the middle of talking i need to know the name of the game in case i need to go back and reference it uh you know uh the it's the here here's here's a fun fact uh pearl is in love with uh keanu reeves she's like just head over heels with keanu reeves yeah i got some stiff competition there it's so that's why you've been running a lot more lately that makes sense oh running a lot more and uh drinking a lot less and drinking a lot more water out and yeah. uh, saying "dude" a lot more, and saying "whoa" a lot more, 
Yeah. And uh, I've noticed it. That's weird. Yeah. Hopefully she can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me, Pearl? <laughs> I want to bring her in here. I'll bring Is it okay it, if bring I bring her, her in, in here? here? She's gonna love it. She's gonna be like, "What are you guys fucking doing?" Can I can I put this like on mute for a second and bring you her in do here? Do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks. Pearl has refused my request. Oh my god, she got shut down. That's not. Keanu wouldn't get shut down. She doesn't know him enough about the game, as we're excu- her excuse. But she she loves Keanu. She says that's her husband, and she wants to, you know, be be that, with Keanu and all that sort of stuff. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, I don't know enough about uh, the game, but uh, <laughs> to, well, to, to rebut that. All that said, uh, what do you think about? Did you ever play Axiom Verge? I know you're a big super metroid fan did you play the love letter to it which i i know is a term people hate but did you play the love letter <laughs> to it axiom verge one i did play axiom verge and i'm really looking forward to axiom verge two hell yeah um it looks amazing um i love all the environments i love the ideas they've come up with um just the screenshots alone um <clears throat> You know what's funny is that it almost feels like that certain games are taking, um, certain retro games anyway, are taking influence from each other. Because when I look at Axiom Verge 2, I can't help but think of Blazing Chrome for some reason. Yeah, it's kind of the same palette, right? Yeah, it's like the same color palette. It's the same, like, design. It, it, It almost feels like it's from the same studio, so I, I I don't know if that's just my imagination, but like I'm loving it. Like I freaking like yeah, do do what you need to do. Like oh yeah, I love it. No, I am all over Axiom Verge to bring all of that stuff. Like all of it. Like just dump it on my face. Oh, uh, yeah. Dump it over my head. Uh, I'll take a shower in it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, make it dirty. No, I'm with you. I. I <laughs> <laughs> I I uh I'm looking forward to it too, man. I played Axiom Verge. It's a, it's a kind of a fun memory because uh, my wife had just had our daughter, and oh, in the in the, in the whirlwind of of child yeah. early child rearing and and, yes. and and having an infant around, uh, sleep schedules are just all over the place. You know, sometimes sure. uh, we're all just taking turns sleeping, and sometimes uh when everybody else was asleep, and I was like, so I can just not pay attention to the family for a minute i was playing axiom verge and it's a it's a memory tied to a lot of sleepless nights it's a memory tied to a lot of delirium uh but it's a good memory because i really fucking love that game and i think i played through it honestly uh it was like 20 hours maybe i i think two or three days i mean that's wow that's incredible for me i don't do that that's not a thing i yeah, do that, that normally takes me a month but <laughs> just because of of the circumstance i i yeah, had the, sure. the time and nothing else really I could do. Couldn't leave the post. Uh, and I played through that game. And playing it in one... You know, I wish I played Super Metroid in a closer... Like, I wish I hadn't protracted it over several days or weeks. Uh, play, <laughs> playing a game like that all together, it, the reward is, is so much greater. Everything's so much fresher. And I don't know. I really enjoyed it, uh, playing it uh, the way that I did. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to X Inverge 2. Tom Happ is just... I mean, a one-man show. What a genius. That's incredible. It's... I don't understand how these people are able to do these games just by themselves. It's, you know, it, oh. it reminds me of Tobias from Ghost, uh, the band. Uh, oh, oh, oh! He's able to just come up with these songs 
and these arrangements and I guess the same way applies to video games yeah. where some people I thought you were going to say Tobias from Arrested Development I was like wow ah. <laughs> not quite not, not quite. quite no he blew so we himself have a, we have but, a couple uh, <laughs> he blew himself <laughs> uh, what a show we have a couple listener questions we can go out on I know we're pushing the, the time limit here we can answer them really quickly ah, if you'd screw like screw the time limit Okie dokie. Uh, first one here is from Parker. He says, what's next? What's the future of your channels? Now, we already talked about you, Snash Drunk. You're going to do Shred Drunk and just get ripped as hell <laughs> and show off your body. No, I'm not. What a transformation, though. Can you imagine people? Like, imagine people that sub- subbed you, like, in 2017, and then they maybe they left YouTube for a bit, and they come back, and they're like, what the uh, fuck is this channel now? It's just this guy doing sit-ups all day. <laughs> it's just Terrell Owens doing sit-ups in his... Wow, that guy looks different. <laughs> looks a little different. Didn't expect him to. Well, he sounds different than I thought he would, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, do you want to go first? Um, what do you What do you got queued yeah. up? I I honestly think the the next and future of my channel is just doing what I'm doing. I I don't think I want to change yeah. too too much. I I I like the uh, the routine that I'm in. I I sometimes do think, and I I'm inspired always by you. I'm like, is there a list video I can come up with? Is there this I can do? Is there something, you know, that's not a game review that I can do, especially now that I've gotten some subs and I'm like, maybe I'll get some good feedback. But I also know that um, I don't have a lot of time and I haven't yeah. uh, really put a lot of thought into it. It's hard to, to do things out of your routine. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, man. Uh, every year I always go more for the spooky stuff in October. I'm excited for that. So that's yeah. that's something that, you know, it's, it's the end of July now. I've already started working on those, so uh, mm. that, those are those are really cool. I, I I love doing that. So that's it, man. You know, nothing big and cha- you know, I'm not going to change any formulas or anything. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. What about you, man? Is it the end of July? Jesus, like yeah, when man, did that happen? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Right now, I am actually working on. Uh. By the time you hear this, you'll probably be, um, already have having seen and heard a video on F-Zero X for N64, um, I would like to be able to get into more, uh, I guess, series that continued on, not Mm -hmm. necessarily started on Super Nintendo, but continued on from Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Mega Man X4 or, you know, like I I did that with Breath of Fire 3. Um on PS3. I can, I can see yeah, I could see some like PS1 stuff being sort yeah. in your wheelhouse with some with some RPGs there uh that cuz you've done Chrono you've talked about Chrono Cross a little bit, right? I I did a video on Chrono Cross and I'm not the biggest fan of that video or Right, the, right. I mean the video's fine. I, well, maybe the video's <laughs> not fine, I don't know. But I'm not the vi- biggest video of uh the biggest fan of the game. God, getting in a little getting in the sauce here. <laughs> getting into Trav territory. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I just like the idea of like, oh, here's F-Zero on Super Nintendo. Where did it go from here? Oh, it went to N64 on F-Zero X. And I like that. I would also like to do a uh, overpowered 16-bit athletes part two because oh, I got yeah. a big response to that on the last one for soccer players. And I'm just oh. like, I had no idea. Yeah, I bet I bet some guys there with some good speed would just dominate. Yeah, and there's some guy named Alejo for Brazil uh-huh. on uh, Ayejo, I guess, or I don't know. I'm gonna butcher these 
pronunciations. I'm I'm really looking forward to all the corrections, as yeah. you can tell. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, I really like uh the idea of um playing a sports game and then there's one guy that's always like just overpowered as hell. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that you can't contain. Absolutely, um, man. I'd like to get that's into. Cool. Sega, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's cool. Like I, I, when you did that video the first time, I was like, "How many can there be?" So the the idea of a second one is pretty cool. I think the second one is gonna be a lot of soccer, and I think it's gonna be some. Uh, it's gonna be some deep cuts. I think. Uh, okay. I don't want to give I'm away excited. too much. Uh, I I don't want to give away too much, and I think there's gonna be some deep cuts there All for. Right. Uh, uh what do you call it uh for for overpowered athletes i don't want to because because i went over the uh real obvious ones you know like uh uh davison on and ncaa basketball or you know i forget who i went hakeem elijuan and all that sort of stuff you know it's like all right of course they're going to be overpowered but i want to get into some like deeper ones but um i also want to uh redo secret of mana that is a video that um, has aged poorly that I think needs to be redone. So uh, what, what about it aged poorly? Like, you, you know, you, has your opinion changed or, or what? A little bit, yeah. I think my it's a little bit of my opinion changed and a little bit of my, uh, well, a little bit of the public's opinion. And the, or not the public's opinion, but the public's exposure. It was part oh. of the uh, SNES Classic. And it got a re-release, and everybody took a big crap on it. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. This is my secret of mana. What are you doing to it? Like, don't – I need to protect my secret of mana. But at the same time, like, I understand, like, it's not that great, and I need to, like, kind of address the – Oh, man, I love that game. The good – I love it, too. I'm super biased towards it. Um my brother it was the first game my brother bought with his own money oh wow so yeah yeah i am i'm mega Dude, I, and i still have uh his save states on my, on my original cartridge oh wow that's uh, incredible i i think that's fun that's that's sort of a cool thing if you can keep that battery going that's always yeah cool. the battery still works and yeah it still says mike and he didn't get that far in the game but i ended up finishing it because mike is not uh I need to finish it with another player other than Aww. you. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Your brother sucks. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, uh, it's, older, it's older brother stuff. It's typical. But no, <laughs> that's, that's what I got going on is just That's like, cool, man. I, I love Secret of Mana because I'm not a big RPG guy. Like, yeah. If it weren't for, you know, Daria and Super Derek, I wouldn't know shit about uh, most of them. Really? But I, I've, I've tried to play a lot of the important ones, and that was one that's like, oh, I got to play this one. People are always talking about it, and it was on the cover of... Nintendo Power back in the day, and I just didn't have the patience for them growing up, to be quite honest with you, but I played through that a couple years ago, and I fucking loved it. I think it holds up great. Like, as for a first-time player, Secret of Mana might be one of my favorite RPGs. I mean, it's an action RPG. It's a little different than some of them, but I thought it was great. I mean, it and Earthbound are maybe my one and two punch for RPGs on the system. Wow. That might be a... I mean, that seems like a very, like... Uh, that's like uh, a very odd one-two punch of RPGs. And that's, and that's not a hardcore RPGer's take, right? Like, that's yeah. a very... Ca- that's a casual take. And yeah. I, I think that's fair. I think... But for a casual... If you're casual and you're and you're trying to get into RPGs, uh, Earthbound and, uh, and, and Secret of Mana are, in my opinion, great uh, 
jump in points for for both genres uh, on the Super Nintendo. I think people would disagree with you on Secret of Mana for sure because I'm hearing a lot of stuff, man, and I'm I'm coming out fist blazing, I'm guns yeah. blazing, guns blazing, F- blazer fist too. That's okay. I uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of t- talking trash. I, I need to get out and just go uh, out. You know, I'm 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 doing sports cliches at this point. Or I mean, what, gotta go I, out, I guess make the, plays. is it the menu? Is it the menu? Is it? I mean, what is it that people? Oh, is it it's. The, it's the, the waiting hinty- for the recharge of the weapon. I mean, oh, get over that's it. a big part. Yeah, it's the waiting for the recharge. It's the uh, screen space between where you walk and where ah, the edge of God. the screen is. Uh, that's a big part. And I mean, it's, it's like it's like a, the, the weapon recharge makes it sort of a turn based RPG. Like, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that is Just a good give it point. a minute. Yeah. Just give it a second and then hit him again. Yeah, that was never an issue with me. Like, it no, made sense. Like, I was just like, okay, I just have to wait. And some people <laughs> really get mad at that. I'm just like, why? Yeah. It's like, I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a different mechanic. I didn't mind it. It took some getting used to, but I think it kept me from, from it, it made me add, you know, it kept me from just button mashing my way through the fucking game. Like, it, it, it made me think about what I was doing. And I like that. I like your way of putting it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a very good way of putting it. Um, I'm just positive about most shit, man. You're like, show me a game, and if someone hates it, I'll find something about it to like. Like, I, I just don't hate so a lot of stuff. What else was there? I think it was the trend. I think one big thing that has it has going against it is um, it was originally developed for the Super Nintendo CD peripheral, and so the the story had to be kind of like cut in half, basically, mm. and. The and you can kind of tell when you play through it because the text is so awkward and just it's a like, little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird, and the story is a little wonky. And it's like, okay, fine, but at the same time, it's like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? But yeah, it's. I I really want to dive into that again. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, that's really all I have on my docket. Nice. Well, thank you for that uh, question, Parker. And real quickly, Sean asks, what equipment do you use to capture footage and audio? Uh, I use an Elgato HD60, I think is the name of it. And uh, I transport that back and forth. I have my computer set up with my RetroPie that I use for the random arcade stuff that I get. And I ship it on to my other room uh, to to for, to my NES to collect uh, footage right off the old PVM and NES composite. So uh, that's what I use. Nothing too fancy. I have the exact same thing. The oh, yeah. Elgato, uh, what is it? HD60. HD60. I forget if it's the S or the 60S or, or <laughs> whatever it is. But no, I also have the um, the analog uh, Super Nintendo that has the HD output, which is super helpful for Super Nintendo oh, stuff. Cool. And yeah. when it comes to arcade stuff, I just when there's no way to get this, you know, the arcade games other than uh, emulation, then I'm obviously going to use uh, Mame or FB Alpha or whatever emulation output is necessary, that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's really <laughs> bare bones. Um, I do have a frame meister to help and a uh, oh. viewing monitor too. I know you've got like 17 viewing monitors. No, I'm sorry, 14 viewing monitors over there. I do look like I run a small intensive care unit. 
I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's it's kind of ridiculous. My wife also thinks that it's stupid, but I think it's cool. I think it's cool. You can't see. I think it's cool. Games in my house. Yeah, man. I think it's cool, but I've got the. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's a Sony P- it's a Sony professional viewing monitor that I oh, use yeah, man. for nice. Um, it's really small, but and you can carry it very clearly. I just got sick of having big ass freaking, you know, blurriness, blurriness. That's the yeah, issue. Yeah, I got I got real tired of that real quick. So yeah. I was just like, I just want a tiny little monitor so I could see, you know, accurately what this what yeah. what I'm what this game represents. So yeah, it's a Sony PVM. I've got it on my desk, like to my left, right over here, and uh, yeah, nice. so my thing can plug in, and my Framemeister can plug into my computer. Got OBS to record everything, and then I edit everything in uh, Sony Vegas and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, cool that's man. My, that's my story. Very cool. I'm, I think that's sti- awesome, and I'm sticking to it. The Framemeister. I mean, what are you rich or something? What do you got, bunny? Are those things expensive? <laughs> I've looked into them, and I'm like, man, it would be cool to have a FrameMeister that I Google, I, and I'm like, you know, it's okay. What I got's okay. I got the FrameMeister way back in, like, jeez. Oh, man. Uh, 2011? It's almost 10 years old. There, There's probably better models now. This was a million years ago when I first got it. I was just like, well, this is what you need to do this, so <laughs> I might as well get one now. Yeah, they're pretty cool pieces of hardware, yeah. Yeah, I I forget when I got it, but it was a really long time ago. Cool, cool. All right, well, I guess that pretty much wraps up the episode. I I don't know that we even had a a running theme through here. We we talked a lot about getting fit. Uh, We chatted a little (laughs) bit about, uh, you know, sports movies and then, you know, all kinds of stuff. So uh, good luck figuring out how to title this episode. Uh, but uh, thanks, thanks, I'll to, need it. Yeah, thanks to everyone who submitted questions and all that stuff. It's been a fun episode. So that's been another Drunk Friend Podcast. You can always reach out to us at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com if you would like to submit a question or an anecdote to have it read here on the show, or maybe you just want to share something. We always read those emails. And if you like podcasts, uh, check out the others on the network at polykill.com. In addition to Drunk Friend, we have Tales of the Lesser Medium, which makes fun of all kinds of video game narratives. Uh, we're working on the second season of that right now. And Polykill, of course, uh, with myself and my co-host, Jake. And hey, if you want to simply help out this show in particular, like if, if if you're bored, like you're just sitting there, you're just listening to this, then just remember to rate and review us wherever you listen. Like if you're on Apple Podcasts or, you know, orange podcasts or pineapple podcasts or whatever <laughs> whatever it might be i don't know i i i'm old i don't know anything like <sighs> old people guys jokes. like do i have a login for pineapple podcast <laughs> I, I thought i did what? i checked my email what do i do <laughs> how do i log in <laughs> yeah. we're on twitter as well i'm at trav plays games alex is of course at snestrunk and we want to give our usual shout-out to Kulor. Listen, Kulor is the man, and he gave us our podcast music. The song you heard at the beginning is called Electric Star Bounce, mm. and you can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. And we also want to give a shout-out to Josh Leslie, who made, <laughs> who made our cold, crisp, refreshing logo. Big shout out to Josh Leslie because that guy is the man. Like he made us 
the best freaking logo. Like, what a guy. It's a great logo, man. I get thirsty every time. It's responsible for most of our bad episodes, to be honest. I look at our logo, uh, and I'm like, I could, I could chug a few before we record. and then right. like, uh, Be sure to catch us all on YouTube, and thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Yeah.